BD for the PSA. Hello, hello. Hi. Hi. Did you miss us? I hope you guys missed us. Uh, it's us. It's Chris and Lucky. Yes. We are back we are from back. our leave of moving and league whatever of, else. League of abstinence. <laughs> Yeah, there you go. Leave of abstinence. Uh, leave of abstinence. I, I don't know. know. That's not true. That's not true. There's no abstinence over here. But yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, I've been moving. I had a lot of shit to move. Plus, I was working at the same time, so it just gave me no time to do absolutely anything. Yeah, and I've been over here handling work situations and family life and good old depression tackling and anxiety and all that fun 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 internal brain stuff and that has led me to want to do absolutely nothing so i apologize but for those of you who suffer like i do i hope you understand um coming into our new segment the i beg your pardon (laughs) (laughs) i don't know why i find that so funny but i do um uh I would like to acknowledge my statement of sobriety being easy. That shit is a lie. I don't know what high hill or whatever the fuck I was on, but I apologize to all of those who are sober, who are thinking about being sober, who have sober friends, particularly to you, Lucky, also, that like making sobriety look easy is easy when someone only sees you 0.2% of the time. The rest of the time, sobriety is a struggle. Uh, that is also part of the reason I haven't been around is because temptation is a bitch. Like, I don't know. I've been watching soccer games and like, I can't even watch the game because there's just like ads of booze everywhere. And like, you got to like commercials and like the temptation and just alcohol's presence. Even though like I seen some like Bud Light zero alcohol ad the other day. And I was like, this is still just an ad for alcohol. Like this is nothing about this is easy. It's everywhere. So I beg your pardon to the community, as well as that is our PSA, is that sobriety isn't easy. And to any of you who are friends of sober people, your support, uh, like I have personally felt, is very, very necessary and appreciated. End of month. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and I've been, you know, I've been sober for six years now, and it's, it's, it's a struggle every day. I mean, I don't think about it as much as I did. Like, I can go into a bar and and be fine but it's like something about it and then and you know when when you're around people that drink like even if they have a beer you can smell it like crazy you can smell alcohol like you're a pregnant woman that smells everything and it's that definitely makes it hard too especially when someone just like pops open like this beer and it's just like sizzly and refreshing yeah, sorry. I feel like, like I'm <laughs> making everywhere. Temptations everywhere. Yeah, like right now, I don't think when I had said that statement back a couple of months, I probably could have walked into a bar and been fine. But like the second I got home mm. that night, would have been a problem. Um, so like even right now, I don't even think I can walk into a bar, even fully equipped with as many non-alcoholic beers and or just drinks uh, that are as sober as possible. Um, that shit's that shit's wild hard. Yeah. And then you get like, you know, those sneaky commercials where it's like people are up in a mountain, like mountain climbing or there's some truck driving through like some snow and you're just like, oh, this must be for a car. And it's just like, no, they went to the top of the fucking like Everglades or wherever to get fucking a cooler full of beer. 
I can't trust any beach commercial anymore because you know it's going to be for Corona. Like, I just, like, I just, not, I can't. You're like, oh, this could be, maybe this is a commercial for Hawaii. And you're like, no, I know exactly where this is going. Malibu rum, Corona, whatever they can stick in there. And it's like, and then like also just the whole fact of like going to, like we mentioned, like why the non-alcoholic beers in the middle of the beer section? Like all of that is just like, and like part of me has started to learn to like kind of phase it out in my eyeballs. But like the other part of me is an economic motherfucker who's like, bitch, this is also like, why is the alcohol cheaper than the non-alcohol? Like it is on this shit where like my wallet's like, but bitch. But then at the end, mm-hmm. my wallet's still, but like you're, I'm still spending money for this addiction if you will so like yeah I, that's still the aspect that i'm like trying to figure out and work out and like 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 you mentioned like um when just someone has a beer you know like i hang out with mom a lot and she you know she'll pour herself a glass of tequila and she's i've asked her to be better about this so it's because like i used to be the bartender of the family so now she like makes her own drinks um but even when she like sits down and she has her cute little like oh yeah it's just a lemonade no that's Got a lot of ice in that lemonade. Now I know the rest of the fuck is in that drink. So now I'm eyeing it for the rest of the fucking night. Like, ah. So, like, it's, ugh. yeah, it's a thing. But then, like, imagine, like, sometimes it's not. Sometimes I'm just like, oh, it is juice. Oh, I just, it's juice that I'm not allowed to drink. Ah, <laughs> oh, temptation, temptation. Anyways, so um, on this today, today's episode, this today's episode, on today's episode. This episode that's today. Um, uh, we we've come to an agreement to do a twenty questions type of segment here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, just yeah. to better get to know, I guess, each other, also as in our listeners to get to know us better too. And you know, if you don't want to know us better, I mean, that's fine. I mean, you could just skip ahead to the end, but. <laughs> <laughs> But also, like, I don't know, maybe these are questions that you want to answer and DM us and being like, oh, that was a great question. Here's my answer. Please do. Um, feel free to add us at any point. I'm on our Twitter, Lonely. I really, I would really love <laughs> for us to get our first person who's listened to the podcast and then adds us on our social media instead of vice versa. <laughs> I exactly. think I we're not scary fun. people like just we're not i just want ask to us a like, question oh, we saw this random podcast oh, i guess i'll follow them on twitter hi i just followed you and like that's that's like my goal so if you're listening say it was good <laughs> uh yeah i mean like and also to like distract from all the crazy shit that is happening in the world right now um we're gonna keep this episode light and fluffy um with our 20 questions yeah and, and if anyone if anyone on this podcast is listening in texas which i i don't know i can't remember if anyone is but y'all are fucking crazy not wearing masks anymore like y'all are wilding out in texas like there's too many of you in texas first off so just all y'all with your naked ass faces walking around you're fucking crazy <laughs> Texas is wild right now in so many fucking ways. So many states are losing their shit with transgender children and transgender people in general right now. And it's so disheartening. I know we said we were going to keep it light, but like it's, 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 it's astonishing in the way that like, and an additional, I beg your pardon, is that like age matters when you're transitioning in the sense where like, 
it doesn't matter, but then it highly does. Because if you are a child and you are able to get hormone blockers before the original damaging hormones can kick into play, then like all the more beneficial for that child and for that person. Um, in that same sense, we're like, you're never too old to transition. You're never too young to transition. There is no age of knowing who you are and how to feel in your own body. And for others to think that you can control how you can feel in your body is some crazy shit to me. So, you know, call your senators, call your congressmen, fucking do whatever the fuck you can to help support our community because we should be allowed to play in sports. We should be allowed to do whatever the fuck else we need to be able to do to be happy in the world. So get your shit together, Texas. I know it snowed, but like, calm down. (laughs) All right, let's get on with this 21 quote. Wow, okay. (laughs) This could be 21 questions. It could be 20 questions. It's going to be a lot more than 20 questions because I know I'm going to have follow-ups. So what shows are you into? Right now, uh, I'm okay. So I'm trying to finally uh, finish The Walking Dead because I was really into it at first. And then I wasn't because it just got weird. It was more, it was, it was too much of people fighting each other. And I was just like, I just want to like, I just want to like run away from some zombies. Like why we always got to be fighting each other. Like why I got to deal with this fucking crazy dude. Like why, why why I got to deal with this, you know, this guy in his leather jacket with his stupid bat. Like, like seriously, come on, man. Come on, Negan. What's wrong with you? Like. You need a hug. Negan needed a hug this whole entire time. That's where everyone went wrong. They should have just gave that guy a hug. That's what he needed. But <laughs> anyway, so I'm going too far into that. But like, uh, trying to finish that. But I'm really into um, Law and Order SVU. They're like a couple weeks ago. They had an episode where Stabler came back in the oh, episode, oh, shit. And, uh, and it kind of the story kind of led into like Stabler having his own show. So he's got his own show now, which is Law and Order organized crime so i've been watching that because i love me some stabler and the fact that olivia pops up every now and then too from svu just makes my life complete finally my life has meaning with stabler and olivia benson but yeah besides that i've been watching a lot of like planet earth yes even though it makes me sad when animals get killed by other animals but that's life i know i'm always like voting for the gazelle and yet also for the <laughs> cheetah you know <laughs> like both of you can survive i swear <laughs> what about you what shows are you into right now um i'm very excited that black lady sketch show season two just fucking came out so juiced for that i haven't watched it yet i'm i kind of want to binge it but i also want to support it just because it just came out so they can come back for a second one so i'm kind of torn on it but anyway I also just started watching Wipeout, the new one with John Cena and Nicole Byer. I had no idea John Cena was funny. Oh, is um, that that weird show where it's kind of like American Ninja Warrior mixed with like some like double dare shit? Kind of. It's it, it's like it's not even like American Ninja Warrior in the sense where like it's you at your best. It's like these are challenges that are meant to make you fall <laughs> and to wipe out um into water so like if you don't like watching like it's not like anyone's physically getting harmed and like broken it's not like mma where like everyone's like fighting but like it's like people running into obstacles and people trying to jump across like big red balls that's like the thing of wipeout is they have these like huge fluffy they're not fluffy but huge wet red balls anyway so did you say wet red balls I mean, they're usually wet because the contestants fall into the water and then they have to try again. So, I mean, yeah, great. 
Don't worry, because Nicole ended that last episode with big red balls. She just said just like big balls. And I was like, Nicole Byer, I love you. You are oh. amazing. Yeah, she, um, any 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 uh like opportunity for her to say balls or anything. She'll take it. She'll happily take it. Yeah. Um and I love her to death. She's fucking great. What else am I watching? Uh I've started watching Star Trek. I don't know if I told that y'all that or not, but I'm finally in season two of Star Trek, trying to get my LeVar burden on. Was so excited to see Whoopi finally. Why did they take season two to put her ass in there? But whatever. Haven't finished the cosmos yet, but you know, learning a lot about the space. And did you know, this is my fun fact that I've learned, that the gravitational pull between Neptune and Venus creates the earth to like shift on its axis in a way that like tilts it closer to the sun and further away from the sun which is what Mm. caused the last part of what caused the last ice age and then the melting of the ice age because of the pull between neptune and venus so you know what if we got rid of both of those planets oh i don't fucking know we (laughs) fucked because that's the thing too is like uh neptune's gravitational pull is like crazy strong like that shit's mad far away but that shit still fucking matters like it's eh, i I mean the fact that i can tilt the, the entire planet like are you kidding me like space is so cool anyway um so that those are shows i'm into that other people involved i don't know i watch a lot of anime and I can't pronounce half the names. So those are the shows that I'm currently suggesting that people watch. <laughs> and gotcha. Uh, oh, no, okay. So next question. How often do you people watch? I feel like this is a pre-COVID question. So I'm going to answer it in my pre-COVID days. Um, uh, people watch a lot. Um, it's probably because I'm a smoker. Um, so like whenever I am out on a break or something, I'm usually outside. And when I am out on a break, I'm usually not on my phone because I don't care about Instagram or checking any form of something like that when I only have 10 minutes. So I end up just watching people. Um, I used to play this game, actually. It's a terrible game. Um, but I used to see, not like, uh, no, I'm, I'm going to call like I would. I would see how many people I could like bump a cigarette off of, especially when I was like out. I would I would think one day I was able to bump like four cigarettes and like that comes to my ability to just like stand and watch like who's paying attention to who and like are we oh are we friends and those friends just gave one of those friends a cigarette? All right, so we have plenty. Like it's so I don't know, people watching. I used to go to the mall when I was a child. I don't know. This is a dumb question. All right. Um, how often do you people watch <laughs> I don't know i think i really i think it depends on like where i am like if it's like if it's a bar uh, depending on the type of bar depending on where i'm sitting because i don't really like people especially people in bars when they're like when it's like a you know if it's like a dive bar because they're just stupid you know just trashy and i just don't really want to deal with them but i th- i think i the points where i like actually really people watch in a bar is when i spot the most drunk person in that bar Cause then I'm like, let's see what's going to happen. Is this person going to fall? Are they going to try to talk to me? Which always fucking happens, which is so annoying because I'm sober. And then I'm just like, Ugh, get your rum smelling skin away from me. <laughs> like, <laughs> like what makes, what part of me says, please come talk to me. I would love to talk to you. Like you're super drunk. Please talk to me that no. No part of my body says that. Everything on my face says, please stay away from me. I don't know how many people in my life have been like, oh, I was really afraid to approach you and talk to you. (laughs) 
see, I get the exact opposite. I get people up to me all the time and they're like, you just look so approachable. And I'm like, all right, but I'm sitting here with a resting bitch face. So like how, like, you know, you just, maybe this question's not so dumb just because like, it's a social, like how well do you read your social spaces? And I feel like also us as like trans people and like me as like a black man in particular, like we have to be able to read our social spaces very, very well. Mm-hmm. Um, like you just mentioned to be like, are you about to fall? Are you talking to me? Are you about to fight me? <laughs> like you got to be able to read the people and see like what's going down. Or are you just coming in for a hug because like you're a friendly drunk and then in two seconds your homegirls are going to come get you and you'll leave me alone. It'll be fine. <laughs> like... <laughs> oh, I see. See, that's the thing. Like if I don't know someone and they're drunk and they just think that they can hug me. Oh yeah, see, maybe I am too friendly of a person. Um, see, you are. You are approachable. I am not. Do not come up and hug me. Absolutely not. Like I hug my close friends. Not even just like all my friends. All my close friends, I'll hug them. But these hugs ain't free. They don't have no free hug sign on me. Like, come on, man. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I need to buy you a free hug T-shirt for your birthday. <laughs> Uh, (laughs) oh lord okay 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 question three question three if you could learn anything like that what would it be anything in a snap i this is one this one's gonna shock you but i think that i would learn how to be a surgeon in a snap like 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 surgeon that like knows all of the like breakdowns or like a particular surgeon like a life changing surgeon you know what i mean like i not like oh you cut your finger off let me reattach that losing a finger is not losing your life you're literally just losing a finger but if it's just like oh you know what this guy's having a heart attack oh shit he needs a new heart right now okay well there's someone over there doesn't need their heart i'm gonna take that heart and put it in your chest and you're gonna be good if i could just do that like with the most bare essentials <laughs> i'm sorry i just envisioned this entire thing you're saying it like you have like a dinner like you're just at a dinner and this guy's having a heart attack is there a doctor here like he's like yeah can i borrow your heart though <laughs> yeah right like you'll be okay i just need uh, like just tackling someone and just ripping their heart out of their chest and be like you are a terrible person anyways <laughs> like I would watch the fuck out of that show. I swear to God, I would. I swear to God, I would. <laughs> yeah, like, come on. And, like, yeah, I would definitely do some crazy shit. Like, some transplants, all that. <laughs> but there's one problem with that is I don't like the slicing of skin. Like, oh. it just... It's like a paper cut to me. It's just like... Like, it creeps me out. Like... When I see someone's like neck get slit, or if they're like, "Okay, we're going into to the chest," and then they like take a knife and they cut it, and I'm just like, "Oh!" But once they're in, you I'm might like, need someone to open your surgeries for you because that's a pretty important step. <laughs> yeah, I can have like that one nurse, and I'm just like, "Cut, cut up, cut them open right now." <laughs> see, and like the other thing too that's like really cool, right? Because like I've had thousands of surgeries um is that like the scars sometimes versus like what they actually did, like don't make no goddamn sense <laughs> like like there'd be shit that's like i mean like our our top surgery scars make sense they go like armpit to armpit right but like my knee surgery scars 
like one of my friends healing wasn't as like her healing was different she was like one in a thousand and it didn't like heal properly and her scars were like maybe like six or seven inches and mine are like four or five inches so like Hmm. you're also like never know with like body types and shit so i guess having a good closer and a good opening nurse would be important for you in this show but then again if you're just ripping it out of people's chests then like maybe you don't maybe you don't need to slice it open yeah i don't know (laughs) (laughs) what about you what would i learn if i could learn anything in like a millisecond part of me wants to say music and i want that to just to be like the overarching music like i want to know music theory i want to be able to play any instrument i want to i want that as the umbrella music and or because i'll take both because they kind of go hand in hand because singing is a part of music um to be able to speak any language which is also important because you know choir we sing in multiple language but Mm -hmm. i also mean that in the sense of any form of communication so like i want to be able to speak asl i want to be able to read braille i want to be able to uh okay it's american sign language so i want to know french sign language and uh, mandarin sign language like i want all of the languages in a millisecond in my brain um that's what i would do yeah uh, yeah that's it <laughs> like you can you can learn you can learn like uh morse code too that would be a good one yeah that that's a form of communication like yeah 100 percent. like blink some lights at me bro i got it like... <laughs> uh all right okay, okay. uh no you go you go okay if money wasn't an issue, where would you travel and why? I was trying to rush you into this one so that I could ask you first so I could think about my answer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, money wasn't an issue. Where would I travel and why? Well, if money wasn't an issue, see, this is me just being conniving. I would like buy a jet and like a personal pilot and <laughs> travel wherever the fuck I want. But I think I would want to travel... And if I were to pick a particular place, it would be, let's say Nigeria. I was going to say Africa. And if I want to get specific, I'd say Nigeria. I've been okay. to Ghana. It was great. But it was also a completely traumatic experience and some whole other thing that I'm not getting into. But, like, I want to go back to Africa. I want to go back to Japan. And I feel like I could economically figure that out in the next, mm-hmm. like, two years. But if I just had endless amounts of money, I would totally just, like have a expenses paid trip to Africa for like three months. That That's was... a lot of months. There's a, there's a lot of lions out there. <laughs> Good. Good. Let there be all the lions. I would you like know how I feel about them lions. And see, it would be even better to have my like learned language skills before I go there for three months so that I also know all the language. See? Boom. So, you know, li- so you know lion language? So you could tell a lion to not come near <laughs> I, I should know enough Morse code and shit to be able to make it happen. <laughs> oh, fucking lion language. What am I saying Thank right you now? So much. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I would prefer to speak elephant. That mm. would be the animal of choice that I would love to talk to. I love elephants. They're my favorite. Yeah, and I want to talk to, like, the matriarch. I want to talk to, like, a 200-year-old matriarch. Like, I want grandma. (laughs) I want all of that information that she has ever gained. (laughs) All right, where would you travel if money wasn't an issue? Go. 
I think I would probably go. I was just looking at this globe trying to figure out where I would go. <laughs> I think I'd go to India. Ooh. I I don't know what it is, but I have this thing. It's not like it's not like a fascination. It's not sexual or anything, but I love Indian people. There is something about Indian people that I'm just like obsessed with. Like I love Indian people. Like the other day I was driving and it was like hot that day. It was like hot for Oregon. And I saw this lady riding a bike and I asked my girlfriend, I go, is that an Indian lady on a bike right now? And we pass and she said it was. And I said, hell yeah. She on a fucking bike with some flip flops, some sweats, a jacket. And I'm like, girl, it is too hot, but it's not hot enough for her. You know, she's like probably from India and she's like, this ain't shit. And I'm over here sweating for her. But yeah, I love me some Indian people. Like I, I love me like just a straight up, like with a turban on and everything. It's my favorite thing. I don't know why. <laughs> I really don't. I can't explain it. it the, there are so many amazing cultures and diversity in all of India that like, I don't know, like a three month trip wouldn't be enough. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. there is so many different types of just like history and story and like culture of like all that is culture of music, of food, of people, of art, of like, just like i don't know i keep going like historically just because like i know that like the buildings and just like all of that is like gorgeous um so yeah we're going to india after we go to africa but after we go to japan again because i want to go back to japan (laughs) yeah i I really i really hope as i say i really hope that our our one person from india that's listening hears this because your country is the shit (laughs) Yeah, people are the shit. I mean, <laughs> all countries have problems. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but I'm just saying, as coming from you know the United States, but like, it's just I just yeah, it's amazing. Y'all are amazing. Thank you. <laughs> I guess this leads into the next question. Uh, where would you live if anywhere in the world besides Oregon? I would probably. That's your first. That's your first place? Oh, it's because I live here. No, it's because I live anywhere in the world. Your first place was Oregon. Lucky, I'm so mad at you right now. Hey, 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 hey. I mean, besides living here now. That's what I mean. Like, besides where I live now. Okay, just chill your shit. (laughs) Ready to come for you. (laughs) Um, I don't know. I'm like, I'm stuck between two places. And I think it would probably be Hawaii. But the only thing about Hawaii is it's too hot majority of the time. I mean, it's not too hot, but it's just like I need some coldness. Like even when it's rain, it's it's raining, it's hot. But it's just like I need some sort of coldness at some point in the year. Um, but I would say that or like maybe like Puerto Rico, which is also the same type of deal with the Yeah, you know, but I think that's why I like it here so much is because it's not always hot, which is why you hate it. But <laughs> Yeah. All the reasons you were like, but maybe not, or all the reasons I'm like, yes. <laughs> no cold? Excellent. Let me get it. <laughs> Your turn. Uh, all right. Let me see. 
Help me actually educate myself because I am bad at geography and I don't have a cool globe in front of me like Lucky. I have the internet. Um, let me see. Sorry, Russia. You know, living, living, not traveling, living. Um, sorry, Russia. Sorry, China. Sorry, Australia. Sorry, that probably whole continents. I could live in Africa. I don't know where in Africa I would live, though. Um, sorry, Greenland. Sorry, Canada. Sorry, Alaska. Oh, I could do South America. Definitely could do South America. Um, Chris says sorry to anyone in anyone in the north. <laughs> yeah, anywhere above the equator, I apologize. Um, you have too much cold for me up there. Let's say I'm like trying to remember what nature show I recently watched that was really beautiful. Um, Guatemala. Because I'm currently living in, you know, the United States. And if I could live anywhere, anywhere that I don't already currently live, cough, Portland. Yeah, I'd probably pick just a completely different continent. But one that has like a metropolitan city that has like a theater, people who aren't terrible and homophobic and racist <laughs> and all of that. Which I think is part of the reason I'm like, fuck anywhere in the middle of the country um but also like fuck where i'm at now too though because like california is like it's a blue state but it's also a red ass motherfucking state like Mm -hmm. chico is some red shit like sac is some red shit like san jose can be a little red like i was driving through albany and i saw a trump sign like on a fucking as a bumper sticker so like uh a safe space (laughs) there we go that's where i'd want to live forever <laughs> when I feel like when you see a Trump sticker, you're just like, "Cool, I feel extra black right now." <laughs> you're like, "I don't feel safe." <laughs> the only thing you're seeing right now is my skin color, and uh, yeah, I should not say yeah. Bye bye. What would you rate ten out of ten? Acceptance. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like but in all honesty like i don't there is not a brand that i can think of there's not a thing that i can sell there's not a capitalistic answer that i can give you about like what i would rate 10 out of 10 i'm not a dentist i don't care about your teeth or your toothpaste choices um what i do care about is your acceptance of self and of others um and if you can find that then you'd be a 10 out of 10 person so that's what i would rate 10 out of 10 how about you what would you rate 10 out of 10 <laughs> Uh, <laughs> hard to follow that deep Sorry, <laughs> I don't know. I rate water ten out of ten in air. Oxygen is the best. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Okay, are you ready for the most awkward answer? Yes, <clears throat> I would rate the Velcro command strips ten out of ten. <laughs> you know what? Fuck yes. You are 100% right. That my mom is actually put up her hell of fucking photos just on those. Like, yeah. they're bomb. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, not the sticky ones, like just the, the regular like stick stick because I literally bought a whole pack of those ones and none of my like pictures would stay up. And they're not even like, they're canvas pictures. Like they're not even that heavy and they wouldn't stay up and i put like four of them on there and it didn't work so what i like to do is i like to take the velcro ones i get the large ones and then i cut them oh yeah there you go to make extras there you go and it works 
fantastic. That is my 10 out of 10 rating. <laughs> That's what I got. I will say 10 out of 10 Velcro in general. Velcro in general is big, big 10 out of 10. Real good for all bodies um, with every level of abledness or not. Um, Velcro is the fucking shit. And speaking from a costume designer's perspective, Velcro is the fucking shit. Quick changes would not exist without Velcro. I would like to also add my 10 out of 10 would be Miyazaki. Anything Miyazaki is a 10 out of 10. And if you don't know who he is, Google it and watch all of his movies. Um, okay. I will write that down on my to-do list. Wait, wait <laughs> please tell me. Okay, okay. Uh, Totoro, you know, please say yes to any of these titles I'm about to say to you. Totoro. Well, like, you know the, movie? like the anime yeah the anime yeah my, my the one that my stepdaughter is obsessed with and she's got miniatures of totoro she's got a stuffy totoro like and she's yeah, got that little that little thing i don't know if it's from totoro but i call it the eggplant man because it looks like a little eggplant so now she calls it the eggplant man because i'm like i don't know what this is and then she told me the name and i'm like he looks like an eggplant so no, okay great. I mean, so it's now it's i don't have to hate you anymore because we are best friends i i knew that yes <laughs> totoro is a miyazaki production um studio ghibli is a god um, okay yeah yeah i know i know who that is that this is only because of my stepdaughter i don't wouldn't know that you're making this so hard for me <laughs> <laughs> i love miyazaki i literally bought like the collection of the studio ghibli anyway we're moving on to what odd thing are you really good at? Fixing plumbing. Oh, that's cool. Like, you got a plumbing issue. I'm the man for that. <laughs> I love that. I mean, I, I can't fix the situation that I was telling you about earlier with the with the tub leaking into the downstairs uh, light fixture. I, I can't help you with that. <laughs> that's a little... That's beyond my capacity <laughs> okay well he's good at plumbing what's an odd thing i'm good at i don't fucking lord i can sleep for 14 hours straight i don't um i mean you definitely yeah, take the crown that's not odd. what take the crown for that one. <laughs> oh hell yeah hell yeah but it's just that's just the depression taking control I sleep. the thing that is odd that I am really good at actually is spotting injuries. Like, cause I've been watching all of these sports or whatever. And like back when I was an athlete, I can, I would like to say, and I don't want to sound too cocky saying this, but I'm 90% accurate when I call what the injury is by seeing what happened. I don't know. I think I, that's probably because I was trying to be an athletic trainer. So this is probably an odd skill. I should try to be making money off of like I was um, trying to back in the day when I was trying to do it in college, but I'm really good at it. Like you can show me any clip from any sport and I can probably call what the injury was. And then you can tell me what happened after. And I'd be like, yeah, I was right. Like, okay. Here's some weird shit. Right. So my mom's boyfriend, uh, he's a, uh, he's a mailman. Right. Um, and he was like, had to go in cause his like leg was all fucked up. And all mom had to tell me that was like, it was the like right side of his thigh was hurting and his knee was hurting and it hurt when he was getting in and out of his car. And I was like, oh, it's his IT band. And she was like, I don't know what that is, but okay. Told him and he was like, oh yeah, my doctor said it was an IT band. Like that's all I needed <laughs> to be able to diagnose. So uh, maybe I should 
learn how to be a doctor in a snap. Maybe that's a better one. That's a good one. Yeah, I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't know. I used to be really good at a like if you said an actor's name, I could easily guess that where they were from. Not like where they live. Like everyone lives in New York or LA, but like where they're from. Like get on IMDb and I and I would t- I could tell you where they were from. And I I don't know how I could do that. I think it's because I used to like be able. To, I used to smoke a lot of weed or something, and I just kind of. I can't do it now, but I used to be able to do it for like a good couple of years. I was like really good at it. That's awesome. I'm but, terrible uh, at knowing actors' real names. Like if you don't refer to them as a character name, I don't know who the fuck you're talking about. I, or, or reference the movie that they were in until my brain figures it out. But I've tried to get better about that in my yeah. age. All right. That's uh, my turn. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what was popular on the internet when you were a teenager? Like when you first started using the internet like what was the thing like what was it i love i love this because it's gonna date us both um (laughs) when i as okay so teenage is like middle school high school right okay we were (laughs) club penguin uh think we were just moving out of myspace into facebook and tumblr tumblr like that's when like why we went on the internet like that was it like before it was like maybe AOL but that was like you know like sixth grade and I don't think you're a teen yet so I don't know but uh yeah I think, you, I think like, you just turned like thirteen I think you just turned like thirteen all right oh, okay um, yeah AOL you know hit me on the chat or whatever the fuck <laughs> forget <laughs> how about you what was Aim. just popular it well when I was. I don't know if I, I could have been in middle school. I don't even know. But like, I'm from the generation where the internet was, it just became a thing. Like, it makes me seem really old, but it's not because there used to not be internet. But it was like a thing where, you know, you had to connect to the phone line and you had that annoying, like, internet sound connecting. And it was all about AOL. And it was just like, welcome, you know? And then it was just like, you've got mail and all this stuff. And it was like, super cool but it would take forever to the point where like i would get home from school and then like i would connect to the internet and then literally like run and get a snack and then come back and it would be it would be connected and you you were thinking of AOL instant messenger thank you yes the instant messenger that's of my generation yeah. i didn't have to plug into any head phone lines thankfully but uh yeah yeah that was like that was it and there was this really there was this thing it was called um it was called the palace or whatever. And it used to be like this online, like chat room where it had like all these different rooms and like a club and you'd have like an avatar and all this shit. And like, <laughs> and sometimes you would like walk in, you would just enter into a room and there would be like two avatars like on the bed, like fucking Lord. Oh but my. it would like, but the graphics were so bad, you know, that you'd have like this, crazy like animated head with this like ripped body and then these like big old like raver pants and like <laughs> and shit like that but it would just be like you'd walk into like a room and like two avatars would be having sex but the like the dick would be like all like pixelated and not even really connected and it was just like what are these two people talking <laughs> <laughs> how far the internet has come oh my god <laughs> I know, and it, yeah, like Facebook wasn't a thing. MySpace wasn't a thing. Like, 
there really wasn't any there was a thing called hot or not where you would put your picture on and like it was kind of like i can't even i can't even really describe it it, it was just like it was kind of like um tinder grinder shit like that where you like swipe oh. left swipe right but it would be hot or not so like you couldn't talk to anybody <laughs> you literally were just like you're hot you're not you're hot and then you would like get this percentage like that would constantly change and it was just like um oh, super cute today and then a week later you're like everyone thinks i'm ugly as fuck <laughs> wow <laughs> and you're not even communicating with the person you're just rating them this is ridiculous yeah. <laughs> you can't even like be like listen <laughs> at least we both matched or something to communicate <laughs> yeah that was like it oh god good times man that was really good times <laughs> Well, from looking from the past, we'll look forward. Uh, how would you survive the zombie apocalypse? Oh, now, man. because I love this question, because it is a question I ask all of my friends. Let us specify <laughs> the type of zombie we are dealing with. It's, I have a fun, weird answer for that. So that's part of the reason I'm asking, like, what type of zombie you care about. Because there, if we're talking like a... Uh, what's it? Uh, it's not I Spy. What's that Will Smith movie? I Am Legend. There it is. Um, so like those. I was gonna say I'm a robot. <laughs> they have some like type of like consciousness and shit, right? But like if you look about like like their muscle building shit, when the assumed thing about a zombie is like there's no like brain connectivity in there happening, right? And so as we as people, when we're like working out or whatever. Our brain feels, our muscles are like, hey, you've pushed it too far. We're going to rip. Stop. So the brain says stop. And then that's what happens. But when you have no brain function, cough, cough, zombies, when you are trying to rip someone's skin off and your muscles are like, hey, dude, stop. There's no connectivity. So they can just Mm. keep it going. So there is no, there is no muscular brain connection that says that you are causing pain and that you are ripping muscles. Which in some cases makes more sense as to why like the Walking Dead zombies are slow because in that case then you've completely ripped said muscles and mm-hmm. like how is the body then moving because the bones have nothing to move them. Um, you pick your zombie and then tell me how you would survive said zombie apocalypse. We have so if I picked the- one zombie, it would like it'd be all the zombies in the world would be like that. Yeah, you know, it, yeah. we we got like the bio warfare zombies. We have the like coming back from the dead zombies. You know, we pick a video game, your favorite video game zombie, and like, how would you survive? Like, would you hide in Costco or Walmart? Would you use, you know, guns or re? I don't know, or like crossbows. Do you have a place of hiding to go? I mean, like, right now, if a zombie apocalypse broke out, like, tomorrow, like, are you, how would you do? Uh, I mean, I think I'm just going to go straight up, like, like the Walking Dead type of zombie apocalypse, like, where, yeah, like, you know, if you get bitten, you turn into a zombie. If you die, you automatically turn into a zombie. I think I'm going to just straight up go, like, Norman Reedus on this and have a crossbow and probably not a motorcycle. I probably wouldn't choose a motorcycle as my mode of transportation. Well, gas. You're going to run out of gas eventually, you know? Yeah, but, you know, then again, it's like, should I go, like, full on, like, maybe I should ride a horse? But at the same time, yeah. it's like, I don't really want to be, like, thrown off of a horse, and I don't really want my horse to just get eaten. Like, yeah. 
You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I maybe I would like put some armor on my horse's legs, like straight up like medieval horse situation yeah. going on. You know, but it would have to be like probably plastic because then you can hear my horse anywhere <laughs> miles away. Yeah, yeah, but but you know, with a crossbow, a hundred percent. I just want some regular ass disgusting zombies that are have been zombies for too long where the skin's peeling off their body you know but i just the thing that i don't understand about the whole zombie thing is like how we portray zombies is if you are dead and you're a zombie why are your teeth so sharp why and why how are you peeling people's skin off with your bare hands you're dead like why do you have like it clown teeth as a zombie (laughs) like I'm going too biological on this, but um, I like your answer. Your answer was approved. I do like the horse. No one has told me about having a horse yet, so that's a good one. It's always fucking cars or something, and it's like, but dude, everyone's going to run out of gas, and I don't know about you, but I don't know how to siphon gas, and I'm not trying to drink no gas today, so yeah. Okay, Walking Dead zombies, very nice. Yeah, the slow ones. I liked, I've only seen a couple of episodes of Walking Dead, but I did like that one chick who had two zombies as pets. (laughs) <laughs> who like broke off their like bottom oh drop. yeah walking around with two zombies as pets, yeah, like, and their, and their arms. <laughs> yeah that was super smart that was really smart yeah. with her fucking damn katana sword oh yes katana okay that would definitely be my weapon of choice if i were to zombies. okay so we're going katana we're going axe and we're going bow and arrow instead of crossbow purely because strength um, unless it's one of those cool, like self-automating crossbows. But let me let me rewind. First thing I'm doing the second we know about as long as the apocalypse is I'm running to the fucking big five that's less than a mile from my house and raiding the fuck out of it. Then I'm coming back to my house. Then we'll see what else is happening after that. Um, I probably meet up with you and learn how to weld to make our horses covered in metal. Um, definitely bring in Savannah because she knows what the fuck is up. She's gonna help save my ass. Now, my issue with the zombie apocalypse is I, aside from just being like the black guy who usually gets killed first, I got broken knees and it's hard for me to run sometimes and my knees like to not work. So I very much need to be with a crew of people who are not going to leave my broken ass behind and let the zombies come to get me. Um, So (laughs) I'm thinking that I have to be like head leader of it all so that like the crew doesn't fall out without me, but I also am like beneficial and crucial to us surviving. Um, I don't know. I can climb some trees and harness and get some fucking fruit and shit. I don't know. I watch a lot of man versus wild. So I would Mm. probably try to go into the wilderness of some sort and hope that the zombies are hanging out in the suburbs where all the brains are. So I can hide out and fight against some bears instead. I would rather take my chances with the wolves. I think I would. I think if I like, if I could, I think I would somehow like have a giant boat. You know, like mm, fuck yes. Yeah. I don't know why. Like, you're a genius. On a fucking. Yacht. I mean, I know that for some reason, like there would be dead people on it when I found it. But like, just to have that, to you know, I mean, you got fish. You have a lot of fish. You could probably do like crabbing and stuff like that, and like. I mean, zombies can't swim. They'll just sink or float. (laughs) Right. Yeah. There you go. And then you could either see them coming if they were floating at you, 
Or if they were like sinking, like, you know, going Pirates of the Caribbean where they were all skeletonly like walking up, you know, your anchor, you would see them skeletonly walking up your anchor. So hell yeah, why have I so definitely go into the water. Go into the water. Hell yeah. Because yeah. at some point you could turn the ocean water into drinkable water. I think. Hopefully we'll have figured that out so we're not just dying of dehydration. And if there were zombies on it, then you could just kick the zombies off the boat. This sounds amazing. Why have I never come up with this before? You are amazing. This is why it's my favorite <laughs> to ask people. All right, so now just I just need to buy a yacht and stock up that yacht with, like, mm-hmm. some shit. That sounds dope. Uh, <laughs> with all of the fish we could eat. Um, fuck <laughs> yeah. I think so. <laughs> all right, what, what's your favorite movie or movies? If you had to choose, like, at max five movies rent because i am a child that era when that movie came out and it's an amazing movie and i will fight anybody who says differently you know that you know uh one of the scenes in that movie the the strip club Mm -hmm. uh, you know that was shot at where the crib was that club i used to work in that club yeah i like yeah, like it. Um, I worked there when when they shot that movie. Like I wasn't obviously wasn't there that day because I only worked one day a week. But that was shot in that club, and it's so crazy to see it because because the first time I ever saw that movie, I was with um, my ex at the time, and her and her friend were obsessed with that movie, and they wanted me to watch it. And that scene came, and they were both looking at me like really intently, and I'm like, "Why are you looking at me?" And I was watching, and then I it just like my mind exploded. I was like, holy shit. And I even looked it up. And because the two places it would, that movie was shot was in New York and San Francisco. So I was just like, wow, like crazy. But yeah, sorry. Go on, though. No, nay, no apologies. Any more fun facts about that movie? I will happily take. <laughs> what else we got up there? We got Stick It. We got Pirates of the Caribbean, the first one. Uh, that one was stick with those. Oh, wait, wait, wait. wait. All right. So- we gotta get Whoopi in there somewhere. Ah, oh, fuck. We gotta get Queen in there. Chicago. Can I pick my favorite actors? Okay. <laughs> All right. That's. I think that was five. We'll take. We'll take. We'll sprinkle in some musicals, some non-musicals. All right. How about you? What are your? Some of your. Because I know you've got all those awesome like posters and shit. So like, what are some of your favorite? Can't go wrong with Jaws. Saw Jaws for the first time when I was eight years old and became instantly obsessed. I'm gonna say Jaws. I'm gonna say um. Back to the Future. <laughs> I finally the just little, watched that for the first time during COVID, actually. Yeah, that well, the first one came out the year I was born. So I was like, it's kind of like that thing where you gotta... Um, oh, God. What's, what's obviously Selena. I love Selena. Oh, yes. Selena. That was my fucking movie. Still is, but like, goddamn. John Wick. I'm really into all the John Wick movies, though. I love Keanu Reeves. Yes. That's my guy. Oh, I'd probably like Death Becomes Her, maybe. Hmm. Have you seen that? No. Oh, it's fucking funny. It's with Meryl Streep and Goldie Hawn. And they've been friends for like ever, but they're super competitive with each other. And so like the long story short, in the beginning, um, Goldie Hawn's with this new guy that she met, which is Bruce Willis. <laughs> and, and, uh, and uh Meryl Streep is she's like a showgirl, so like she sings and stuff like this, but like she's just not good anymore because she's like getting old. And they go to the show to watch, and he's like obsessed with her. Like he sees her and he's just like in love with her. And so 
they're together and then she fucking steals him away from her and this is whole rival thing like she's always stealing men away from her and stuff and it's just to the point where they both go to they're old and they both go to this like this woman who has like this secret potion that they can live forever and it just gets bad because they start fighting with each other and like bruce willis pushes meryl streep down the stairs and she breaks like her neck is like all the way around but she's still alive and it's just all this crazy shit because once a bone breaks in your body you don't feel any pain but you're still fucked up from it and there's like a part where like goldie hong gets shot by a shotgun right in the middle of her stomach and she just got this huge hole <laughs> it's 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 wild it's i'm pretty sure it's from the 80s but it's it's really funny it's like it's definitely a classic all right i'll have to check it out for sure this shit sounds wild <laughs> yeah there's i have too many movies so i'm just gonna stop it at that <laughs> was it my turn no i think it's your turn no it is my turn yeah yeah okay do you get sucked into the ig real slash tv slash youtube trap you know the tunnel the what are they called yes. i used to forget the black hole of youtube there it is yes my thing though recently has been it's been facebook because facebook will have a video like i don't know if you ever heard of the dodo yes i think it's the dodo yeah so <laughs> It always gets me because it always, you know, is all animals and I'll watch this and I'll be like, oh, this is adorable. And then it's like next video and I'm like, fuck. And I'll just keep going. I'll just keep going, keep going. It's just like being on like one of those funny like because I follow a bunch of like funny whatever group or whatever you want to call it on Instagram. And they always like post like funny memes or funny videos. And I'm just like, I'm stuck. And then and then I notice I'm like, I've been sitting here for an hour looking at videos. <laughs> all of a sudden it's passed and you're like oh damn yeah like it's ridiculous there's, there's too much access to it everywhere every single place you are there's a video and then i have to I get stuck in it and then i'm in the stuck with the next 20 videos <laughs> yeah i be doing that sometimes with like new profiles that i've found mm. where i'm like oh shit i haven't seen any of your shit and then i just kind of end up watching all of it and just being like oh these reels are hilarious um i don't do the the, the uh, igtv i don't open facebook i do get stuck into a good you know youtube wormhole for sure and it's always cat videos it's always gonna be a cat video that i have <laughs> looked up and it's like cat versus printers and then it's la ninja cats or however you say ninja cats in french you have to watch that video um <laughs> and then i just keep watching more cats um but i also recently just found npr tiny desk so i definitely get stuck in that and it's just like i was showing it to mom and she was like her and her boyfriend they're so cute this is like oh my god it's like a concert but like at home like oh my god and this was out before COVID. this is awesome and like they're adorable so i've been binging a lot of time <laughs> okay next question uh when did you knowingly meet your first trans person i love this question i saw this question off of the twitters um because it's a great fucking question and it's knowingly right because like sometimes you meet trans people and you don't know that they're trans because mm -hmm. you just don't know and that's how life be um so i would say that the first time i knowingly knew a trans person 
was I think I was in middle school. Um, there was this uh, trans woman at the high school um, who was a student. Um, and she was, I think she was one of my mom's students and, or my mom and her were just like homies. Cause my mom was close with a lot of the students at the school. Um, and, uh, so yeah, my first, my first interaction was her. Her name was Franny. Um, she danced. Um, my mom made sure that she could use all of the staff bathrooms and like worked out all of her situations for like PE and changing for the gym and whatnot. So it was just really awesome. Cause she also like, that was the high school that I was going to, um, cause uh, cause she graduated before I got into high school. So it was like also like comforting in a way that like, I remember at one point she was able to wear um, like the women's color for graduation. Cause they always split gap cap and gowns and stuff. And she was able to wear that. Um, so that's the first time I knowingly met a trans person. And for me, it was a really positive experience um, in the way that she really like she and my mom and a lot of the other teachers, they really paved the road for me and my generation to go in after her. Which I also find really interesting is that there were, at least knowingly, at least for me that I know of, um, three other uh, people who went to high school with me who have also fall under the trans identify mm. community. Um, how about you? When did you first knowingly meet your first trans person? I actually just remembered it like, I don't know, um, like, a, like a year ago. I was thinking about that. And I used to know, like I had this group of friends that I met at the this like, queer youth group that was in uh concord and it was called the rainbow community center and it was like four people between the ages of like 12 and i think you couldn't go there if you were like 23 and over but it was just like where i met like a lot of people yeah like where i met like a lot like i met jack there that was the first time i ever met jack um oh i miss jack jack's awesome um so i knew jack like back when we were like 17 and and i met these there was like these twins there. I can't remember their name for the fucking life of me, but we actually had a lot of mutual friends and I was hanging out with them one time and they both decided to transition. And that was like the first like kind of experience I had with like a, a trans person. It's like, I don't know, I guess you can count that as knowingly someone like, you know, that's knowingly trans or whatever, but yeah. Yeah, I think that's like, I honestly think that was like the first time. But they were twins and it was crazy that they were both. I mean, I guess it's not that crazy since twins do a lot of things like the same, but that's pretty, that's pretty, that's a big one. Yeah, I'm sure scientists are fascinated by it. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, like it is, a, it's an interesting question all in all, right? Because like, I guess the first trans person I met was myself. Haha, <laughs> but <laughs> Um, but also like the homies that like I was I just mentioned that like we were journeying through gender together in high school. Um mm-hmm. and like and in younger ages and stuff too. So like I also was like in the queer community kind of in middle school in a sense where like we were all questioning and trying to grow and to figure out what society's labels fit us the best. Um so I guess you know, younger than that, of course, but like knowingly, knowingly, we're like, they knew and I knew. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, mm-hmm. All right, guys. Well, I think that wraps up our questions. It was more than, it was more than 20, but put together, it was about 24. So, you know. Yeah, y'all. Yeah, y'all got 24 questions from us. Um, so we actually exceeded the 20 questions. Um, and uh, thanks for listening, guys. Sorry we've been gone for so long. We do apologize. We'll be back. And we appreciate your support. Yes, we do.
PBD for the PSA. Thanks again for listening to TBD for the PSA. You were listening to Lucky and Chris. You can reach out to us on Twitter and Instagram at TBD for the PSA or email us with questions and or your transitioning stories for TBD. Oh my God. Uh, you can read Oh my God. <laughs> Keep going. Just breathe. You're good. You can reach out to us on Twitter and Instagram at TBD for the PSA or email us questions and or your transitioning stories to TBD for the PSA at gmail.com. A special thanks to Savannah for our theme song. You can follow her at Savannah underscore Bananga Games and to Mo for our artwork. You can follow her on Facebook at Bright and Shiny Art. And don't forget to click that follow button and shoot us a rating on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. Bye! Bye.